Welcome to our podcast. This is Gabe here Welcome. with Mark again. And uh, we want to thank you if you've been journeying with us the first couple of podcasts. We're loving this journey as we are trying to navigate our way through these crazy days, these weird days of yeah. the coronavirus and the, the lockdown, the national lockdown. And uh, we want to keep going on that journey. Mark is still alive, which is good. I'm still healthy and strong as best as we can keep it. Um, but uh, we, we, we really feel like it's a perfect storm. A perfect storm has hit our nation with uh, financial and economic uh, perils and and chaos along with the fears of the virus and health challenges and um, how do we navigate the storm that's the question we want to keep reminding us and, and finding a compass pointing to true north at these moments so mark yeah talk us you have you a man of, of a nautical background uh, oh definitely <laughs> not really Many years yeah, yeah no but 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 talk us through storms talk us through the biblical narrative of storms and how we can yeah. see some perspective yeah in what we see as a perfect storm right now it's an amazing thing. I was preparing for church on Sunday and I started this concept of this perfect storm as someone described yeah. everything that's going on in our nation. Economics and the challenges and junk status and these words being thrown. Then this mm. health storm hits and then there are other storms that are hitting. And um, I think it's a thing when you go look at the word, there are a number of different storms. There are storms preceding Christ in the Old Testament. There's a storm um, in, in, that God actually sent. And it's a storm in Exodus chapter 9, part of the plagues. It's called the plague of hail. And the agenda is God is setting his people free, saying, let my people wow. go. God is revealing himself as deliverer. Yeah. And maybe this time, one of the things, I'm not saying God has sent the storm. I'm not saying, but I do believe as the Bible tells us, God will use it. Come and on. God is a delivering God who can use a storm to bring deliverance. Maybe he's bringing deliverance to you. Maybe he's bringing freedom to Come our on. nation. He's setting us free from certain things and wanting to set hearts free at this time. There's another storm in Jonah chapter one. Wow. And one of my favorite books in the Bible, if you want to read a short book that reveals so much of God, I could preach it for years. Yeah. It's the book of Jonah and this running away prophet, this guy who God has used and, and God uses a storm to get him thrown off a ship into the belly of a whale, spat back up onto the beach of Nineveh and back into the mission and the mandate God had from. God uses that storm to get a man back on the mission to get 120,000 people saved yeah. and, and receiving the glory of God. It's, it's a storm that was used. Mm. Then Jesus comes and, and Jesus is taking his disciples on a journey. He's teaching them something about himself, his mission and the mandate in Mark chapter 4. And he's saying on the other side of this storm that we're going to get through, I'm going to reveal myself as the God who commands the winds and the wave. Yeah. But there's a demoniac who's cutting himself. He's crying out. No one can restrain him. He's excommunicated from his community. But we're going to go through this storm. We're yeah. not going to circumvent the storm. We're not going to wait the storm out. We're going to go through the storm to see one man's life changed. Wow. And maybe the storm is about you opening your eyes to the one. Maybe the one is sitting next to you on a couch right now is at home with you. Maybe the one is a family member you haven't spoken to your phone. Maybe that's the one. I'm not trying to get preachy. I'm just saying God uses storms. Yeah. And, um, and if we would allow the storm, that is a storm. And that is having radical effect on people's lives and businesses and stories and economics. But if we understand that we worship the God who made the storms, who speaks wow. to the winds and the waves and just says two words, be still. And the waves die down and the winds die down. I think we'll see miracles. Beautiful. My heart is full of yeah. hope and optimism that at this time, like never before, we would see miracles, yeah. transformations of lives, 
People placing their trust in Jesus. Marriages restored. Come on, if marriages are restored because men and women are forced to spend time at home together <laughs> for the first time in a while, come on, it's all worth it. Yeah. And now we are praying for those who are struggling and we are praying for families of the deceased and we are praying for those who need healing physically yeah. and we are trusting and trying to be the hands and the feet of Jesus, providing food to those in need. And sure, but, but maybe there's a bigger story here. Yeah, I love That's it. all I'm saying. I'm not saying God sent the storm, but maybe there's a bigger story. I think it's wonderful how God used the storm to bring freedom, to, yeah. to bring his people back on mission, remind them of what the true mission is. And as you mentioned, the disciples going on a journey and going into a journey of maturity where it's yeah. actually, it's not all about them. It's about something bigger. And I think that's what we are about. We want to keep reminding our souls that even in trial, even in these things, God is leading us yeah, to greater is. freedom always. It's always his promise. Let my people go so they may worship me. To greater freedom, back onto mission and into deeper maturities. We trust him alone, removing all other scaffolding saying actually he's the only anchor for our souls. That's what it is. So we, we're so excited. We're still loving this journey. Yeah. Keep leaning in with us. Keep going back to the word of God and these things and keep a hold of your hearts because Jesus yeah. is doing great things. I, I think if you're sitting here and you're watching this and someone's clickbaited it onto you, I don't know. <laughs> I want to tell you that there's a father who wants to show himself to you. Wonderful. Simple message, not complicated. First storm I ever got caught in, it actually was hail in the Drakensberg. We were totally caught off guard as weather can change. Yeah. And I remember clearly as a young man, my dad putting me on his back and running me out of a forest and out of danger into safety. And uh, it's such a small picture pointing to such a much bigger picture. There's a father in heaven Wonderful. who loves you. Yeah. He's got a plan for you. He's got a purpose for you. And he'll carry you in this season and in every season. In this storm and in every storm. And I'm not trying to get preachy here, but, but this is what we believe, man. Yeah. This is what we preach. This is what we live. This is how we call it. And, and, and as you might sit isolated in your home in these times and fear wants to grip, I want to tell you as a father's got a bigger story for you at these times. And maybe he's using the storm to navigate that journey. We'd love to hear about it. We'd yeah. love to email us, call us, ask us to pray for you. We'd love to know how we can serve you at this time. If you are vulnerable at this time and at home and can't get food and can't get out, please let us know. Yeah. If you're in the Cape Town area, we'd love to serve you in that manner at this time. So we'll land on that. Social distancing might be a fact, but social disconnecting is never the agenda. It's never yeah. the Bible mandate. So why don't we connect like never before? Let us know how we can pray for you as we journey our way through the storm into the fullness that God has for Come us. Come on.